Welcome, our virtual water cooler friends, to the 30th episode of Into the Filmverse. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, it's a movie fan podcast covering all types of film content, including movie news, new releases, and variety of press releases. I'm Mitchell Chandler. I'm Bryce Payne. Today, we are discussing breaking film news, which I just mentioned, various content-wise throughout the week, and the 2015 music drama, Straight Outta Compton. If you want to see our views of the films we talk about today, or all the other films that we rate, join us on Letterboxd, the social network of film lovers. Uh, you can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews. You can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. Mitchell, you're not going to say about your why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't actually care. Before we dive into, <laughs> before we dive into our weekly movie watches, going to go off the top with some recent movie news. Bro, so obviously we don't have anything Disney Plus to talk about this week because uh, Falcon Winter Soldier ended. Hey, hey, hey. What's Bad up? Batch. Oh, I mean. It was I okay at best. I was going to let you talk about that in a week of movie watches, but I'll let you talk about that here. Bad Batch, the first episode of that came out. It's a new Star Wars animated show. Um, Bryce, how did that come out for you? It was okay. I wasn't like blown away at any moment. I wasn't like, oh my god, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Interesting look at clones. Any spoilers? I've, fun shit to talk about? Clone Force 99 is kind of a fucked up thing to exist. Because <laughs> it's like genetically modified clones with alter altercations, right? So they're like super smart or whatever. Oh, so there's a, there's a, is that how they got a female one? Yeah, she's like a, she's a Jingle Fett clone that's been modified. But all I can think about watching this is I'm like, doesn't this feel like a cop out in some ways? <laughs> hmm. I always, always like clones just that. being like clones. And they're like, oh, we got special clones. But now I'm like. If they're not gonna die by the end of the season, like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's kind of like that. But no, I um, it was okay. Watch. I'm excited to see where it goes. It was really long. It was an hour and fifteen minute long episode, which just blew my it's mind. Cause film. Yeah, I was like, this is like a ninety minute movie. Like, holy fuck. I wonder if uh, <laughs> the next episodes be that long. I fucking hope not, because Clone Wars was 22 minutes, and that's what I went into this expecting it to be, like, a 22-minute episode, and it was, like, hour and 15, I was like, excuse moi the we're, fuck? We're going all in. I was like, I was like, I guess, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, it was okay. It shows um, Order 66 at the beginning, because obviously you got to have that. And um, it showed, like, Kanan Jarrus escaping from the clones, who, if you've seen Rebels, you'll know he is the... Ezra's master. So you see him as a Padawan escaping Order 66, which is pretty neat. Okay, that is neat. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a cool scene where it shows Anakin and Obi-Wan's, like, killing droids in the Revenge of the Sith movie, but it was animated, and I saw a video where they, like, transitioned it into live action, and that was really fucking dope. That is cool. Like, it was a seamless transition into it, and I was like, oh, shit. The <laughs> animation like... animation got clean. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. How is the animation? Is it clo- is It's it amazing. Good? It's amazing? It's a, it's a, it, okay, so you've seen, like, the first few episodes of the Clone Wars show. Yeah. Dude, it, it's like they put the dial to 11. It's oh, so, wow. It looks so fucking clean. Okay, well, that's good to know. I mean, I'm glad it, it has some the clean animation. Some of, the, and... some of the stuff's like, I was like, damn. God damn. It's, it's good, because if you've, like, seen Revenge of the Sith, like, the scenes that they use from Revenge of the Sith almost look exactly as they do from the movie with, like, a little bit of polish. That is awesome. Not Pixar style yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is still just a TV show. Um, so, speaking of... Disney and Disney Plus, um, Marvel came out with a welcome back to the movies reel. I watched this. I watched this like three times and I cried three times. I didn't realize I watched this. Then I was looking it up because you were like, I've cried three times. So I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I was like, oh, I've seen this. <laughs> Bro, Stanley. It's basically was like a love letter to the movies with Stanley opening, um, basically saying, welcome back to the movies and here's our future slate. They're not um, even like their future slate. They just confirmed current like, release future. dates. And right. 
I mean, revealed it, titles. Real titles, exactly. Instead of like Black Panther 2, now it's like an actual title. Exactly, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, here. I was like, I, I won't start yet. We'll um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> overall, honestly, just just that, I mean, it started out with Stanley's words and just being, you know, being a community and being with your, your brothers and sisters and, and your, you know, fellow film fans. Like, and then... I'm just picturing you like looking at your tattoo of a signature and being like... <laughs> It, well, honestly, it was like that too. I was just like tears are coming down, and then they did the Captain America or the Captain America saying Avengers Assemble and Endgame, and people lose their oh, mind. Oh, 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 bro! Oh. I thought of this thing about how funny it would have been because you know how Falcon and Winter Soldier always started with the Marvel logo. Yeah, what if they changed Steve Rogers into John Walker when the show was running? <laughs> that would have been fucked up. I would have laughed my ass. I, I think I was watching the final episode, and they did like the logo, and I was like, "Man, how funny would that have been?" <laughs> That would have been fucked up, let's be honest. Um, well, well, when they did the, inf- the end game thing, you know, they had to have half the people gone. So I'm like, they can edit it, obviously. I know, I know. Shit would have been funny as hell. They're like, new Captain America. And then the next Marvel logo it. went like fucking John Walker and says Steve Rogers. People would have lost it, dude. <laughs> I would have. I would have for sure. Um, but here is the... I'm trying to find the... But basically, they released a bunch of... Uh, new titles for films and release dates specifically um, um black panther wakanda forever exactly. I'll just, I'll i like that it. title it's a good homage it's... to uh chadwick boseman and that's, i guess that's what ryan coogler said he said that this movie's going to be a tribute to chadwick boseman and the legacy he had yep that's exactly what it was Although, there's a lot of people thinking michael b jordan should be coming back as killmonger to take over the mantle as black panther and i'm like Bro, did you not see the first movie? He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, that's yeah, exactly. He's, and even he, he like even he was like, yeah, if there's a room in the future for Marvel, I'd be more than down. And I was like, bro, you dead? Like, you you died? Like <laughs> you are gone, boy? You stabbed yourself and died on a cliff. Like you is not alive. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not coming. Back. Sherry cryogenically froze him. It was like we'll revive him when the time is right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that being said. So they re- they had Black Panther Wakanda Forever. They released a, re- a release Captain, date for that. Yes, Captain Marvel Two is now called The, the Marvels, Marvels, which I en- I actually like that more than just Captain Marvel Two. I'm so excited! Like this this film went from like me being excited to like on a one scale to like at least like a seven now. Because uh, my my th- okay, so here's here's my issue with the TV shows being added to canon. What if you didn't see them? See, okay, here's okay. Actually, I, I'm glad you like, brought that up. And, they uh, need to like bring like a previously on like Miss Marvel or whatever. No, I'm, to, like, I'm glad you brought that up because remember, okay, the whole thing about Marvel and any films and or TV shows that Marvel makes, and and what the br- brilliance of Kevin Feige is that he always makes films so that you never have to watch anything before it to be able to understand it, right? How would you watch Endgame without knowing anything about it? You can still watch it because you go to Endgame. <laughs> no, they start out with with Hawkeye's family dusting, so you understand that there was a cataclysmic event. You follow Steve Rogers. I want to know the motherfucker that just watched one Marvel movie okay, completely out of context, just there, to be like. There have there are people that do that, and I've I've, I've talked to even some fr- like writer friends that that have watched. Actually, I was uh, texting with one of my writer friends now, and she's rewatching the whole MCU chronologically. But there was a lot of films she hadn't watched before, so it's you know filling in in the gaps. But I know it's probably just us, but I feel like that's a crime. I know. I, I agree with you. I'm like, if you're going to watch it, just watch, like, why even start at the end? Like, no. why do you want you? That's like someone being like, yeah, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch, I'm finally watch those Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, man. Wait, which one are you going to watch? Far from home. No, exactly. No, I, I 100% or, agree or with you. But the Civil War. To, yeah. my, <laughs> to my point on this and, and why I believe that you don't have to watch any other Marvel films to understand what's going on is because Doctor Strange was actually in the original script for at the beginning of the last episode of WandaVision. 
And the reason and Kevin Feige just came out in a statement and said why he took him out was because he believed that it would have taken away from Wanda's character and it was almost like a setup for Doctor Strange 2. Or, or, sorry, yeah. It, I, it just, I just feel like being it's going to be weird just like... God, I'm trying to think of like what car- a show to use as an example. Let's, th- let's think of like... Let's use let's do WandaVision. If Wanda just shows up and no one's seen WandaVision, she just shows up in, the ne- in like a movie, all powerful and fucking like with the Necronomicon shit. All it takes, like, but here's the thing: all it takes was one line. All it takes was one line. I mean, you know, like, all they gotta say is like, you know, Wanda comes in and he's like, "How'd you?" He's like, "What the hell happened to you?" She's like, "I learned shit." You know, I mean, that's all they gotta do. Be like uh, Iron Man two when Rhodey shows up and he's like, "Rhodey, it's you." Yeah, it's me. I'm here. Get over exactly it. something like that. I mean, they just got it's just it's 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 simple. It just feels weird um, to me because like it, no, it right. kind of worries me because I'm does. like, obviously I'm gonna watch the shows when they come out. I know, but I have friends who don't who aren't gonna watch the shows and just focus on the movies. Right. And I'm like, what if something like major happens in the show? Well, I'm I mean, obviously we've seen Falcon and Winter Soldier and we've seen WandaVision. And there's nothing like. But here's the thing: can destroy the canon universe. Yeah, like I mean, as far as yeah, they're, Sam self-con- they're self-contained. But like, so but you, you know, four, Endgame, he gave the shield to Falcon. Right, he shows up with a new suit. All right, no questions. Exactly. Asked. But then I'm like thinking about things like, you know, Hawkeye. Like now there's Kate Bishop, or if they bring a Young Avengers movie in, like you have Wicked and Speed. You know, you you are like, right. There there is a big. There's some stuff that's going to get like that. You know, there could be some like you made, but I know that their goal is always to make sure you don't have to watch a previous project to understand the next project. So we'll have to I see just, if they keep going, they keep that going for going. Yeah, because I'm just right. like, I'm just a little worried about it. I'm like, no, you are right. There's there some is, stuff that I'm like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like Moon Knight, don't give a fuck. Moon right. Knight, Moon Knight is just gonna be a dope, fucking multi personality, ass kicking man. Like he can do whatever he wants. But then you get the things with like Hawkeye character development or like Wanda's character development or Falcon's character development. I'm like. I feel like some people are going to miss out on some of this shit. Like, now, speaking of uh, the Miss Marvel, did you? We, we saw her costume on set recently. It looks good. It looks, I think it, it looks, looks good. dope as fuck. Obviously, honestly, one of the cleanest costumes they have in the MCU. Yeah, and I do too. I think with it's Phase a- Four, they're actually and it's going to sound horrible, but like the the suits in Phase One to Three, I don't want to call them simple, but you got like you know Captain America's always looked really good. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark's fucking. You can see the progression. Looks amazing. I really bought like, stuff at the you know, originals, but the Black Widow suit was just a black suit. Yeah, they they've um, been more embracing the comic book. Yeah, I'm style. like Quicksilver was literally just a shirt, like I, a tracksuit. Yeah, like. But see, what, you know what they've done, and and the reason it starts working now is because they've built us up on a foundation of reality. Like as far as like this yes, stuff can happen in real life, and Kamala, like her costume, if you if you looked at but, it, it looks like something a like a teenager would make. But that's the whole point, is because she, I mean, it's like a Kamala like, character, like that is something that. It, it makes sense in, in that universe why she make that because she's a fan of all the superheroes. Exactly. Okay, now I'm going to bring this up because Kevin Feige says it's no longer canon. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer canon. Really? I didn't. When did he say that? He said all TV shows aren't canon anymore. Daredevil, all that shit, gone. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. included. Like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s wow. finale apparently made it like in a parallel universe. Did it really? To try to cop out. Wow. But here's, here's my issue with that is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. delved heavily into Inhumans. Kamala right. Khan's an inhuman. So how the fuck are you well, I mean, going to connect? It's not canon, so right. But yeah, but Kamala Khan has stretchy powers, and if she's not, um, if she's not an inhuman, and she can't be a mutant because they haven't introduced those yet. I mean, but she could just have. It just it, I mean, it, it, oh well, it's a good point because inhuman's a big part of her character. Actually, up until well, you're right because up until this point, there has been no superhero that has not been in an accident. 
radioactive. Yeah. Built their own shit. I mean, because unless they're going to change how or God, I mean. or God, right? <laughs> exactly. Unless they're going to change her who how her character is and her origin, then I There's, don't know. Yeah, because that's that's what that's what that's what's really interesting. Because I've seen Agents of Shield, and I'm like, Terra Genesis is a huge thing of Agents of Shield. Like, right. the humans are huge in that. But if you're just going to scrap them all of a sudden, and then if they, if they don't scrap it, where have all well, the humans been? Because remember, they, all even, the they, even had, they even had the human like on their release schedule a while back. Remember that? Yeah, and then and, they changed then, it to a TV show. And then and then it, that, that also doesn't exist anymore, too. So. Yeah, because it bombed. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's like... Weird. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how they make... I'm excited for that, that show. Miss Marvel into like, you know... Because I, as much... I didn't really like her that much in the game. I, in the Avengers I game. never finished the game. I just didn't I, like I her character as much because she felt way too. She she I was everything I wanted to be. Like I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh, that's a shield." She's like, "That's Captain America." Shield. I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, goddamn, <laughs> that's like, my line. Exactly. I'm the one supposed to be excited. Fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. It, she it was she would weird. see like Iron Man's helmet and be like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, Bru- it was like the t- top taking my you, shit you away. Know, the audience is you know, usually the like the directors of things like we need to be, like like in Mortal Kombat they're like we need somebody to like uh, to to be the audience and like she's too much like the audience you know it's like just leave me alone. It's <laughs> like stop thinking what I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah, like, the Marvels is gonna have Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Monica Rambeau. Who from actually Wandavision. is Captain Marvel in the comics? Like yeah, she becomes dope. Captain Marvel, it's, but it's cool. also I enjoy it. Photon, I think, is her name in that. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be cool. Guardians of the Galaxy got its official title. Uh, to no surprise, it is Volume, volume Three, three. <laughs> which yeah, James Gunn has stated is his final Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He did. I saw that. Uh, that honestly, I'm super happy. And that uh, that sounds weird because I all, I love all the Guardians of the Galaxy films. But my whole thing about when you're film doing films is that you have after to know s- when to end. Correct. And and the biggest thing is after a certain point, you, your uh, vision gets stale. <laughs> like you know. The, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, it gets stale. Did Did you hear that uh, they're thinking Rocket's gonna die in this one? <laughs> I mean, I guess because I, I James Gunn is making a big thing about how he uh, he's excited to finish Rocket's arc, and the title for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has like the brown hair in it. So like people are like, Yondu was blue, Groot was brown. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I guess we'll, we'll find out. It'd be it'd be pretty interesting thing. My my. My, what's the word I'm trying to look for? I'm really curious to see if, like, what happens to the Guardians after Volume 3. Because you know they can't just be like, and they're gone. No, of course not. <laughs> no, I mean, Chris Pratt will be 100% be still be there. I know that for a fact. I mean, that's not, and then I'm sure Gamora is going to be in some capacity there. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, because there's no way they're going to just end they're, Guardians. They're not just going to be like, and it's uh, none. Because every single movie would be like, I don't know. You're looking, okay, so what? Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out in 2023 yeah and so by the time you'd see another guardians of the galaxy if if they did one what add another five like years seven movies five seven years so yeah it would be a while that's another issue with all their movies that are coming out because i'm like there's some yep. people i really want to see and then i gotta wait like five years to fucking see i know and it, it goes by <laughs> just like a snap no i mean pretty much joke there but um you're right though but i think with the fact that coronavirus put a halt to everything it feels yo, like it's been fucking forever honestly though and that's gonna be so good for black widow people are gonna be like a new marvel movie let's like i'm or, getting into the theater or the right hype now. will have died down no i think it's gonna be a resurgence because the, the, the amount of like uh the amount of well if we've seen activity anything, that you've seen at movie theaters yeah, I was about to or say, like, even because everyone was making a big deal about godzilla versus Kong. right then Mortal Kombat came out. Oh, well, yeah. And 
Dude, I tried to buy seats on like opening day, and I've never had a problem before. And I know. that shit was sold out. I mean, I obviously like, some of the, the the seating is still restricted, but still, like every every fucking seat, showing, I know, was sold out. And I was like, Jesus Christ! All right, I guess I'm watching that at home. I'm actually, shit. I starting to, I think I need to start planning out buying my tickets for some stuff coming up because I might be coming out sold out too. Because usually I'll buy yeah, my tickets like Wednesday before the movie comes out, but I think I might need because nobody buys tickets like that. Yeah, because Spiral's tickets went on sale, and like me and my wife jumped on that. We were like. Shit, you we did. gotta watch that. <laughs> like, Actually, I went to go see a film in theaters. I think it was Godzilla vs. Kong. And I, I think I, I picked this movie th- tickets two days in advance. And it was like, pr- I only found, there was like two good seats left. And out of the whole theater for like the whole night. And I, I, find, I found one, one showing. And people say theaters are dying. No, nah, it's gonna make a comeback like nowhere. <laughs> and I wasn't even gonna reference like going to restaurant, like restaurants and things like that. They're they're picking up on activity more than they were expecting, and it's just it's gonna be coming back because people have been locked up so for so long. They just they they're ready anxious to get out, anxious to get out. They're ready to get back to the swing of things, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a large boost in sales. I think for the next year or two. I'm really excited. Um, they released the release dates for Ant Man Quantumania, which I mean I'm excited for King the Conqueror, but that's about it for that. Um, I don't know. I think Spider-Man, the Ant Man no films are the Ant Man films are like fun. Just to like they're watch, fun you know? to watch, but I'm also like they released. Nothing... So they said, you know, obviously, no way. Eternals, was... Eternals first. Oh, clips. There was a few some shots in there that was cool. I mean, it looked pretty. It did. And then, um, did. as far as I am aware, I'm, I'm uh-huh. like I've done some thinking. I can't think of any of them. Chloe Zhao is the first Oscar winning director to direct a Marvel movie now. Correct. Shit's nuts. And they actually said Kevin Feige said. I mean, he just said it a little bit jokingly, but he he expects to be uh, nominated or be in the run for Oscars next year for Eternals. Sixteen to one odds right now for Eternals. That's crazy. that's better odds than a roulette table. <laughs> you know, because you were just at one. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah, because the roulette odds is thirty five to one. That's sixteen to one. Like that's wow. The, the odds I'd are bet insane. On it, bro. I'd bet I, on it. <laughs> I'm just excited because I'm like after after seeing Chloe Zhao's like, I'm excited cinematography and shit. I'm like, you're right. Eternals is gonna be fucking gorgeous. I'm excited because next year the Oscars is gonna be lit. That's just like I'm just so excited. Everyone's everyone actually cares this year. This year was a rough year, but this year for the movies coming out, they're ready. No, I'm ready. <laughs> um, so then speaking of um, I, I think there's a few other tidbits in there, but um, that was the main part of it. One, well, oh, they they did have a Fantastic Four sign at the end. Um, yes, that is officially in Phase Four, which seems very fitting. Exactly, and that, um, I bet you that'll come out in twenty twenty four. Andrew Garfield has declined. That's that's what I was going to bring up because we were talking <laughs> about No Way Home coming out, and Andrew Garfield <laughs> says he's he's he said he's not going to be in Spider Man No Way Home. And I actually want to clarify, he never actually said he's not going to be in it. He said he didn't get the call. <laughs> I call bullshit. Here's the, I, here's, the here's what's going on. The dude signed NDAs. You know. You're like like us. It's Marvel. They're gonna kill him if he doesn't say, if he says anything. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to. Like the dude signed. Like if NDAs. I say if I say I saw a Fast and Furious nine like way before anybody else saw it, and I think it's actually I won't say that. I don't know, never mind. Um, <laughs> NDAs. But <laughs> I, I legit just thought about how much I could get fined, and I was like, yeah, I exactly. <laughs> and like and if Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire are definitely in Spider-Man No Way Home, which I mean, okay. we have a lot of hints of why they should be. But but wait, wait before we get too far into this, I do want to say, at the end of the day. I think we should go into this film expecting them not to be in it. And why I want to say that... And, and Your I'm, hopes will get too up and they'll destroy the whole feeling of the film. You'll yes, get, because... The credits honestly, will roll and you'll will. be like sitting there looking at like... I'm not going to lie. Because, because <laughs> I, cause, you know, I, to this point, I really thought it was a guaranteed thing, right? And then he comes out and says this. And I'm like, okay, but if he's actually coming out here and putting a kind of like a, a final final like you know stamp on this like hey i'm not in it i never i i didn't receive a call like i, I would have received a call by now like you never know what marvel's doing but i'm just saying i haven't received a call 
He didn't, I know he didn't CGI actually say be like right. <laughs> I know he didn't actually say that he was in that film, but my whole point is go in with a grain of salt. Don't like get your hopes up and get crushed. No, okay, exactly. I mean, I we're know, gonna we're gonna be crushed regardless. So like, I know. <laughs> I, I just I have to go in it be, be mean that way. Otherwise, if I go into it expecting to be in there, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be let down. I know I am. So I have to go in it because if I want I want to enjoy the movie. That's my thing. You know, I want to go into the film and have fun. So. I'm gonna go on it, not expecting him to be in there or Tobey Maguire. I'm just gonna expect. They're I gonna I, like they're gonna like curveball us and just be like Miles Morales, <laughs> bro. <laughs> don't like, get me started. Like, you thought the wrong way, motherfucker. <laughs> if they had Miles Morales in, in a live action film, I would lose my shit. I would be like, yo, like best they're, movie ever. They're like, you thought it was Toby and you thought it was Andrew, but in reality, you come sp- my favorite character of Spider Man, Miles Morales, ah, bro. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'll buy three tickets day one. <laughs> yeah, no, there's 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 quite a bit of Marvel news, but uh, so yeah, I mean, a, lot, a lot of Marvel stuff that was fun. Um, we, like, we like Marvel. We like Marvel. We'll talk about that all day. <laughs> but uh, speaking of another comic book properties, um, DC. Um, so we we know that they've been working on a Superman film with J.J. Abrams. There was some speculation a while back that Michael B. Jordan was rumored to be the superman um but you know i think i think he at one point he said that he wasn't he wasn't uh being considered for superman but he said um but that being said they just officially announced this is coming from the hollywood reporter that they are looking for a black superman about goddamn time they're looking for a black superman and they also mentioned that with a black director as well they do not want they feel like it'd be tone deaf for J.J. Abrams to direct this black super to direct a black Superman movie, which I mean is is understandable. I definitely understand. I get that point. Um, I mean, you, it just do makes. Do you ever feel like with all the new things coming in about like the focus on other cultures and sure. races in cinema that they're kind of just shoehorning it in due to recent events? Um, because I kind of get that feeling sometimes no, where they're just the way like... I, well, I look at it because I see what you're saying. I mean, I see what you're saying. It's, but it, it the way just... I look at it is especially with the, the directors and, and the care. I mean, maybe maybe here here's here's my here's an example. Maybe if they just took you know if it was like a white director and some some they just took a random dude like black dude that nobody knows and put him in this thing and didn't really ch- take care and develop the story, you know, then yes. However, I feel like this is just like especially with Captain America and Sam Wilson. You know, Sam Wilson becoming Captain America. And them actually going out to trying to find a black director, and they have a black writer, and you know they want to do a black Superman. I do feel like they're taking the they're, they're taking the time and care not to. It's not just a shoehorn thing. It's that they're taking the time to it, acknowledge it's just, that it's an issue and they want to address it. It just comes like everything's recognizing the issue now, so it almost feels like to me at least the studios are just trying to do it, trying to be like, look, we're doing the right thing. Well, but, let's be honest. I mean, I, regardless, the studios want to make money, and so they're going to do whatever that makes money. But that also being said. You know, I, I think what to have it should just, a lot, I just a lot of like the stuff sh- in recent times have brought to light that we need to start paying more attention, and I think that's that, what that's people what start I, doing. I'm like, I just feel like it shouldn't be like a, wow, look what they're doing finally. It should be like, a, yeah, cool, that's that's dope. Instead of like, no, look, no, we're exactly. making progress. It's like you should have had progress a long time ago. It no, they be are such right, an but achievement now. that doesn't make, that doesn't mean <laughs> it still can't feel good when it happens. You know, I mean, to me, it just I don't, I don't know something about something it, about there being a black Captain America and a black Superman. It just makes me so happy. It just it just feels like something that should have been standard already. And exactly, just be like oh, it's a we had the whole like protest and shit last year. We should be doing everything now. I'm like, I feel and like I, you guys should have been on top of this a while. Ago. I don't know if this like, is an appropriate appropriate thing to say, but just just knowing that people out there pissed off because there's white Superman is a black. It just kind of makes me happy a little bit. I'm just like, yeah, fuck you and your racist ass opinion, like. Just like yeah, Catholic, Sam Wilson's Captain America. Fuck you. <laughs> like I don't know, you know. It's just I don't know. I feel I feel like the studios are making too big of a uh, focus 
on trying to make I mean, characters, like not trying to like make characters, but like and what we've to... seen, we've seen what Sam Wilson. I mean, that's that that just seemed like a natural progression of the that's, story. Yeah, they they were building then, up to that, but it seems like then, there's a lot of like as far movies as, coming out today to try to like you appease also got to remember people. though, as far I mean, when they make films, as far as you know, they're they're years in the process of making, so you know it takes a long time for a film to get made, and so a lot of this information we're getting, you know probably months and months later so yeah i mean i, I do see what you're saying they they but that's the, the thing the though, rise is in they the always adapt affected the movie sure. industry i mean i definitely i could definitely see but that i'm excited regardless because i'm like it's about fucking time you know let's exactly. have more representation but exactly. it just doesn't feel like it should be an all at once thing like it should have been already here already here but <laughs> and another thing and not even just all at once but it better continue to happen as well yeah it's like five years from now they're gonna be like back to normal <laughs> exactly but it, it we we did what we had to do exactly yeah. but it's almost like with the oscars because there's a lot more women winning awards and focus on that stuff like it just feels like about goddamn time right yeah it's like that... it's like this should have been standard this shouldn't be like some pinnacle of like oh my god we have a first muslim actor like bruh this should have been already a thing like yeah, you like, should well, you like, be you? like but it is good to, it is good to second, celebrate those moments. It's though. our second female winning director for 93 years. I'm like, you are right. It, like, it is one of those c- things. C- like, come it, on. It should have happened already. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. But it's one of those things where it's still nice to celebrate because if it's like the first few things that have happened, it's still nice to acknowledge and celebrate that those things are happening now. Whether or not they need to be. It, it, just, know, feel, it just feels wrong. It's like it should have been already been here. No, you're right. Exactly. It feels so good. Now it's it like, reflects bad on the people, other like, people, but it's also like. It's good it's happening. It just feels a little late. But at least exactly. it's happening now. Correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so with that down, we're gonna venture onto some of our weekly movie watches. I am very not good at watching films, <laughs> so I did not watch a goddamn thing since last week. Um I I honestly don't even know how a whole week went by and I didn't watch anything. But uh, Bryce, what did you get to watch this week? All right, well I'll start off. I will watch the Netflix Oscar winning documentary, My Octopus Teacher. I heard about that. I do want to watch that. It was fucking gorgeous. It is so beautiful. It is very touching. Um, never thought that I would get emotional over an octopus. That is something I never thought would have happened for me. <laughs> to the point where, like, you're hearing about this octopus and how attached this man is to her. And, like, I got in tears because I was like, she's going to die because she's a female octopus. And they die when they give birth. And I knew it was coming. Beautiful. And it was like, he'd be like 211 days of him every single day going out and seeing that octopus. That's beautiful. It's like 211 days. And I was like, oh, fuck. Who knows how old that octopus was when you met her? Like, Oh, my God, right? <laughs> it could be over. Surprisingly, he got almost like 320 days. That's awesome. Almost a whole year. Like, yeah. But, you, like, he got, like, it's one of those things where, like, you get attached to something you know is going to die. I mean, okay, but so you you gotta you gotta think that some of that was probably like glorified, like him being actually attached to it. Yeah, man, like it would come out of its den. Like he he would like go in every day and see it, try to get like accustomed to it. And one day he put his hand down, it reached out and grabbed him. Because octopuses are extremely intelligent, right? And it would like when he'd see him and like poke it out and be like, "Oh shit, what's that?" And be like, "Oh, it's the human," and just come out and like swim with him and shit, okay, and like land on him. And like let him hold her and shit. Like, no, I know, there, but like, there is an attachment there. Okay. And then in my head, I was like, you could just take her. You could just take her home. No one's going to stop you. I know. He's a current interfere with nature. He, yeah. He kept saying, like, it's how nature works. I'm like, man, fuck nature. Take your baby. Like, that's beautiful. But yeah, like, it was, so, it was so, she's so smart. Like, there was one scene where like a shark bites off one of her legs. And of course, he's watching it happen. He can't, he can't do anything about it because it's a shark interfering with nature. Oh, right, right. So. He like he sees the arm tear off and she like hides in her hole and then like I think like he said like a week later he sees the little arms growing back and he's like it's amazing and I was like this movie's so fucking gorgeous <laughs> that's hilarious 
But yeah, really, really solid. I definitely see why it won Best Documentary. And if I hadn't watched it before the Oscars, that would have been my pick. Fair. And that, it was it was gorgeous. That makes sense. That's, I think that's it awesome. was my pick just because I knew so many people watched it. But right. like, I hadn't. But now I have. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so pretty. You also watched a film I, by my name. I did. I watched Mitchells versus Machines. <laughs> you know, it's spelled wrong, but whatever. It's a, it was a cute movie, man. It started. It's about this girl named Katie who was a film buff. So I was like, I was oh, already like, oh, the K I was already like, I'm attached. I found that so funny because I was like looking at the titles. I was like, man, those are like weird titles for movies. And then when I was sitting there, I was like, K Collection, Katie Collection, but I was also like Criterion Collection though. So like, <laughs> no, and it had the same like thing though. You know, at like the you, end on the thing, and then had the K with the yeah. The and then some of the titles that were they're played off of were actually in the Criterion Collection. Exactly. So that's why I was like. I took a picture of it and said to him, it was like, K-Collection, Criterion Collection, get it? And I was like, nah. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And then she's uh, she's trying to go to film school, so she like gets like gets going to go to school, go, gets ready to go to film school, and her family's like, road trip. And then, you know, apocalypse. Road trip and apocalypse. No, Nothing better to happen. With it's really, I don't want to spoil it, because I think, I think you should watch it. But I do want to watch it, yeah. It was, it was really sweet and endearing and funny, and like, <laughs> I don't know if it would hold up in a second viewing, but for a one-time watch, I was like pretty fucking good that was a that was a good watch i was really happy with it sweet good to know uh i don't i'm trying to think what else i watched that i want to talk about let me go to my letter you watch nomad then again i know that did that go for you it's not as good on the second watch i was very like okay i was very i was watching it and i was like i'm not very into this this time like i don't care as much i feel bad um, uh, I did watch Iron Man again. Oh yes, speaking we did. of Marvel, I won't get into that either because we have a review when we saw it in theaters. We do, but but, uh, but, we, but Iron Man's awesome though, as always. Iron Man is awesome. I didn't really pay attention because I can quote the movie from like memory. So, like, God. I, didn't, I didn't really need to watch it, but it was a it was a solid watch. That's awesome. Um, I also watched Framing Britney Spears. Why? Because I was high off my ass, and my <laughs> wife was like, "You want to watch this movie?" And I was like, "Yeah." That's funny. I like that. <laughs> and so we were watching it, and like I actually paid attention. And Britney Spears fans are whack. Uh, yeah, I, I could probably say that. They were all I like, they were all like, "Free Britney." I was like, "You don't know her situation, bro. Like, leave her the fuck alone." Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys. And you then they're like trying actually. to explain it. They're like, "She is living in a weird relationship with her dad. Her dad has control over everything." And I was like, "You don't know her life. Like, you're a fan. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's a person. Like, if she wants to do this, do it." She's been sending coded messages. I think you fucking went in too deep. I like you're going through <laughs> your Instagram and being like, "Yeah, they talk about this podcast. There's a podcast that just goes through like." Britney Spears Instagram and like talks about her post and tears really? them apart. Really? Yeah. And all I can think about is like, why? <laughs> like, I know our podcast is kind of weird, but like, I would hope that we can do better than a Let's podcast make tearing apart Britney Spears Instagram posts. Let's do it. They're like, they interviewed oh, these shit. podcast hosts and they were like, yes, we went through and we started seeing these like weird cryptid messages where it was like, break me out. And it's like, Bro, you just got like too much into this. Like, oh my gosh, I post weird shit all the time. Like, you need to chill. <laughs> like, and every single person that they interviewed that was a fan was like weird. And then they interviewed this one woman who was like her assistant, quote unquote assistant. And turns out she has a restraining order against her from Britney Spears. This is some weird stuff going on. Weird, weird, weird documentary. Yeah, man. I was like, all right, all right, uh, y'all have to watch that. Watch this. Watch this really good Italian film by our. Uh, the guy who made it in half, Federico Fellini. Oh, cool. It was really cute. I enjoy it. I like you enjoy your little form of films. 
it was cute, man. Like I was, I was like really into it. I was like watching. I was like, I like this movie so much. I like, like it a lot. <laughs> it's called La Strada. Um, I'm really mad I didn't watch it first because if I'd watched this before all the other Fellini films, I probably would have been like, yeah, Fellini, let's go. That's funny. But now I'm like, he's got like a like a 40 60 ratio of me being like of me liking his movies versus disliking his movies so he's wow. not even at, he's not even the halfway point yet like i still dislike more of his movies than i like that's not good no it is not because they're like he's a master and i'm like i don't really like his shit <laughs> i'm trying to think i was trying to think of anything i watched just in i general, watched but... a jesse eisenberg movie what you, what's called that? the squid and the whale any good Think Marriage Story, but with Jesse Eisenberg. Nah, I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> I don't like Jesse Eisenberg, man. There's not not a thing I've seen him in, and I'm like, to yeah, be, you're cool. To be fair, I my re- my review said, um, now you can see me. I don't like it. I said uh, an absolutely charming film about how children handle divorce. Love Jesse Eisenberg in this. Really felt his monotone acting shine through. <laughs> burn. <laughs> I gave it four stars. No, I'll still have the burn though. But like. Just you know, you know Jesse Eisenberg's acting style, right? Ding, Where he's ding, like, ding, he's ding, like ding. that dull, like, yeah, man, I'm always right kind of attitude shit. Every Not single Batman role he does. Superman. Oh, you mean where he where he uh, fucking stuck a Jolly Rancher in people's mouths? Yeah, and like peed in a cup <laughs> and gave it to a woman to drink, Elastigirl to drink. <laughs> Think but, about that. Lex Luthor gave Elastigirl pee to drink and then blew her up. It's fucked up. Man, my my thing is like Jesse Eisenberg has that like voice, right? Where he does the whole like. Like you know, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, right? Where he's is that no? That's Michael no. Sarah. That's Michael Sarah. Jesse Eisenberg. He was in that Kristen Stewart movie. Twilight. He was in like two Kristen American Stewart Ultra. Movie. That's one of them. Yeah. How do I know that? Actually, that was a good film. I like that. That film. was a good. Like. That was a, that was a solid film. I like that. You know what? That actually put me on back on the map with Kristen Stewart because all I knew from was Twilight, and then I watched that, and I was like, I'm on. Robert Patterson, man. Like I saw him in fucking wow. like two movies after fucking Twilight, and I was like. Shit, he's actually a really good actor. What yeah. the fuck? Rock Lighthouse was dope on the uh, film. Yeah, you, uh, you remember Jesse Ed Morgan's Zombieland? How he always had that like monotone, like my God life you sucks kind of shit. Okay, I like Zombieland too. All right, well, I guess I take my Jesse Eisenberg statement back, but oh, whatever. <laughs> About not liking him in anything. I've, I've seen Zombieland. I like Zombieland. Uh, he was in a movie called Vivarium. He was really good in that, but still, like his his acting just comes off so. Isn't f- Daniel Radcliffe in that film? No, it's literally just um him and Imogen Potts. Huh. Imogen Poots, not Pods. I feel like I, I feel like I wanted to see that, but I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, no, no, like Vivarium, solid, solid horror. It's like a small indie horror film. It's yeah. really good. But no, like he has this monotone voice when he acts, and like yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It, it fucking bothers the shit out of me, and that's all he fucking sounded like in this movie the whole goddamn time was just the same monotone fucking voice about how much his life sucks. And I was like, I could give a fuck less. My life sucks. But at the same time, I was like really into the film because I was like, it's just. Turns out it was produced by Wes Anderson, and I'm sure that has something to do with how I felt about it. That makes sense. It felt very Wes Anderson-y. After I saw his name, I was like, I can see it. That makes sense. <laughs> I, can, I can feel the energy there. Well. I watched a lot of movies. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you, you make up for what I can't watch. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I'm like, I watched, uh, since, since Saving Private Ryan, I watched 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 movies, plus Straight Outta Compton, so 14 So it's been week. seven days, so you watched basically two movies a day? Yeah, and I know I have some of those you days know, where honestly, I skipped. So. I know, and I, we have we, we have this conversation a bit, uh, quite a bit too, but I think the biggest thing for me and is, and I, I realize it's not even just being at the theater, you know, because I, I mentioned that, that I like going to see movies at the theater, and I realized... Specifically, because why when I watch movies with you, I, I enjoy them the more. 
I like watching because to me they're ex- experiential events with you people. Like, yeah, you like experiencing it with someone. Yeah, exactly. So I, mean, I can watch a movie, but it's just not as fun if somebody's not there with me witnessing it. And because because I, I like to being able to t- have that shared experience so that at any time, I mean, you could like, remember that one thing I saw we saw in that one movie and like, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, or something like, or we we laughed at that one joke together, or something like that. It just it's about you know being with somebody and watching the films. You know what I really like What's watching that? weird movies by myself because then I bring this shit up and I always like people are like, what the Say fuck. Hello. Remember that video I sent you from that one movie I watched where I was like, look how fucking whack this shit is. He pulls out of the furnace and it's like a fucking head with typewriter. Oh, yeah. You remember that? I was like, what are you doing, Bryce? Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. That does that, sound like a Actually, um, I mean, I'll have to talk, we'll actually talk about this next episode. We're getting close to the end here uh, after everything. But... Wait, wait. I want to talk about Cronenberg has a new movie coming out. That's what I was going to say. Actually, um, the next episode, it but... is called... Fuck, where is it? I thought it was like Cities or something like that. Cities City of Men. Cities or... of Men. But I'm trying to... Crimes of the Future. Crimes of the Future. That's what it was. Um, He already made that movie. It Way back his, in the day. It was his first movie. So he's remaking his own movie. But the... <laughs> no, I know he wrote it, but he didn't direct. No, he, did, it. he directed it in 1970. It what's was, the it what's the script? It? it was 63 minutes long. It says, "Crimes of the Future" is set in a future where sexually mature women appear to have been obliterated by a plague. Nope, that's not the, what the film was about. Are you sure? Because it's I'm 100 percent sure. No, because I, I watched this. I watched uh, the John Campion show where uh, Robert Meyer Burnett was talking about it, and he actually read the script for the, what they're doing, and and it's. Basically, a it's it's set in the future, like I said, but it's about where the, there's mutations start happening on people's bodies, where they start growing extra limbs inside their bodies. So they have to there. So there's a circus. And Wait, you're gonna watch this? You're gonna watch this Cronenberg film after watching Possessor, which is made by his son? And I'm gonna be like, his shit's always weird. And it's I fun. don't care you about just, it. His, you just gotta enjoy the weirdness. No, no, I, I'm so excited about this film because it sounds <laughs> whack. And Possessor sounded whack, and you didn't like it. No, I was excited for Best Possessor. Like when I went to it, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm interested in this. And it just it was very dull. Possessor was just dull to me. But that's not about. We're not talking about Possessor. I gotta, I'm gonna add a David Cronenberg movie to my list of movies to make you watch because I. That's think fine that... with me because I haven't seen any of his films, and I would be interested in seeing them. <laughs> it's like they're very... specifically. I want to watch The Fly. Is one of the ones I do want to watch. The Fly is really that's good. Mostly because uh, I would I would say Videodrome or Dead Ringers. Would I also want to watch Videodrome as well. I've heard is that one's pretty good. Um, I but anyway, what I gave Videodrome? Oh, four stars. Yeah, I guess well, it was good. <laughs> we'll have to talk about a little bit more about uh, crimes. What was it crimes of the future? Right? Crimes of the future. Yeah. Yes. As we go, as we I keep wanting to call it Cities of Men. I don't know why I do. Want to do that I don't know why. <laughs> I think I because I called it Cities of Men like a week ago. No, because I want to call it the same damn Did you? thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm like I, I have thought... no clue why why that's in my head. Like I don't know where it comes from. Me either. But is that a different movie? It probably is. <laughs> um, but with that down, we're gonna move on to our film verse feature. Uh, you know, each week we pick a movie that we want the it other person. It is not a movie, really. I don't know why. I'll have to look it up. About I'll it. have to look that up. Why it's the right thing, but um, I chose Straight Outta Compton for Bryce to see this this uh, how I said this year this week. Bryce, one movie a year. That's you weren't all looking you get. for. Okay, so here's the thing. you were, you weren't looking forward to this film. No, I was. Well, okay, but but when I when we first brought it up and you were like, I don't want to watch that film, you know, film. Yeah, I'm not really into like. I want to call it rap movies, but like I know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Just I, like, I rap, like but biopics, also like... but I'm also like I don't really want to watch a movie about guys rapping. Like I don't, I don't want. To do that. I understand. It, it's it sounds it basically sounds like that, but then you get into it, and how did you end up feeling about it? Um. First off, let me just say the casting for Ice Cube, man, man, son. man, that's fucking great. Like there were so many scenes where like his son looks exactly like him, so I was like, 
I mean, she, I would have, I would have fucking loved to see like Ice Cube just play himself, right? Because <laughs> like he, ver- he, he, like they just look the fucking same. Like, I know. It's hilarious. Um, the the guy who played Dr. Dre, I don't know his name. Um, he didn't really come off like Dr. Dre to me because I like I listen to Dr. Dre and shit, and right. I've seen a lot of videos with Dr. Dre, and I'm like, he just doesn't really like feel like Dr. Dre. Fair. Like it, just like the structure, but almost like Dr. Dre, a big fucking man. Like you know, like fine <laughs> hard to find uh easy e i don't know if this was historically accurate to how he actually was but if it is he was a dick that's a good point i don't know i don't know 100 like i don't know i, feel I, like I looked at i looked at like he was the antagonist of the movie which i don't know if that was supposed to be how it was but that's how i felt because i was like i know he wasn't intentionally trying to fuck over his friends right but he fucked over his friends <laughs> no he did i think that i mean that was i mean it's not even just a bit I don't. I wouldn't say he's the antagonist. Now. I think it, this film was mostly just portraying what happened for the most part. Yes. And I feel like I feel like he was almost getting taken advantage of, advantage of as much as they were. I, I don't think if, he, if not worse because he was actually like on the dude's side taking advantage of them. Right. And everybody else was like, "Yo, it's just shifty," and he's like, "No, he's done so much for us." And then to find out the truth, he was kind of like, "What the fuck?" Right. But no, I um I enjoyed it. Um, my wife listens to a lot of these songs that they play. I I really don't. <laughs> I do. So I was like, I'm sitting right, here singing some of these cool. songs. And just like, there was um the lyrics, the, the subtitles were on, so I was like trying not to look at the TV to prove that I actually knew the song. <laughs> he like grabbed one of them, and then he looks at me and goes like, "Yeah, it's not as impressive when the lyrics are on the screen, is it?" I know that's exactly what I did, and I was like, "No, I promise, I actually know them." <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a it was a fun watch. I don't have any like overlying issues with it. I will say that um, yeah, Jerry was a dick. And he's, yeah, uh, he he died in 2016, so at least he's not here anymore. But he lived a long fucking time. So you can hear here if I fuck you, Jerry. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, dude, he fucked him over. Um, I did like seeing all the little like references to how NWA influenced so many other artists. Honestly, though, that's so cool. Like Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Tupac, and... Snoop Dogg, um, Bones. All right, Bones, and, Bones yep. and Thugs. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just it's fucking insane how much they stretch. Because you also think about like Dr. Dre. I also got like Eminem, Fifty Cent. Right. <laughs> like, Honestly, it's just it's so cool. It's like it's like this this group doing what they did and taking the chance and making the records changed Basically rap game forever. Ever, yeah. <laughs> like it's, that's they, why it's they, so awesome. People people were like, you can't make rap like this, and now it's the only rap people actually know. <laughs> well, yeah, up until a certain point. But... Well, I mean, yeah, but when you when you think of gangster rap, you you normally think of like Dr. Dre, Eminem. Sure. Like, oh yeah. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Ice as far Cube. as you get to rap now, it's like, what if better? I got boats. And... Yeah, but like when you think of like gangster rap, not, not like not not SoundCloud rap, gangster SoundCloud ra- rap. That's what it's called. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. But like uh, the gangster the gangster rap game was changed fundamentally by this group. Yep. And then to like see their group like fall apart and like they're, they're making their own games. Like it's very inspirational. It is. Kind of depressing seeing them thrown on a car hood every like two scenes. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, but fuck the police. Yeah, we there trying to tell us we can't play our, we can't say what we want. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, it, was um, like, it, was like, it had some very powerful scenes. I felt like the ending could have been different because I'm like, they started focusing on like AIDS and HIV and I was like, you're acting like that's such a huge part of this movie, but it didn't get brought up to the last like ten minutes. Well, so I, mean, kind I think of like... that's kind of how everything kind of like. I mean, that's really where the end of the NWA ends, though, is because is, you know. That's... Yeah, but then it, like tended, it, like started to sound more like one of those things where they're like trying to bring like light to the situation. Like HIV is a struggling thing that we all hit, and I was like, that's not what this movie was about. Like, touch on the subject, 
but don't act like the whole movie was about the AIDS epidemic. Okay, I guess I can see you. Because it's, it's like it's like in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Freddie Mercury died from AIDS. Right. But it wasn't the focus of the film. Like it, it didn't try to wrap up with like, oh, he has AIDS. It was trying to show like how Queen survived and like he recorded the music and he did everything to like keep things going. He stayed strong. You know, weird. I, I don't even remember the last what the last scene was. I don't know. In in what? In the Straight Outta Compton. Got it. Uh, trying to remember. I think it was like Dr. Dre gives out the phone with e- with a uh, ice cube. Oh right, and they just say okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess the end. I, I, I know it's like a biopic. The so reason, like, the reason no... I, I didn't see it that way is because I just feel like that was the the conclusion of the NWA stories when Eazy E died, because that was really w- when the NWA died, as far as everything. They had a show so, in twenty seventeen. Well, yeah, I mean, but as far as <laughs> as far as as far as like as far as if you're going to look at it just chronologically, that would probably be about where I would end it too. But NWA it, just, it just felt like they had a lot of focus on the gone. on the AIDS at the very end. But it was not overly done, just kind of like, I was like, kind of touching on this for a really long time. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't see it that way, but I, I can definitely, I, I guess I could see where that would come from, because it did kind of just come out of nowhere. It wasn't even like, just out of nowhere, it's just like, I think I checked the time, like, when he started coughing, and it was like 20 minutes up to the well, movie, and I was like, fair. I was like, all right, so you gotta figure like 10 minutes of credits, right? Because, like, you know, credits are a thing. So I was like, you're gonna bring this up 10 minutes left to the movie, like 10 to 15 minutes left to the movie? And it was just like the whole last fifteen minutes was just like him in the hospital dying of AIDS, and then like they brought up his words about like what he wants people to feel like with the HIV pandemic. And I was like, I feel like this is a weird way to wrap up a movie about like rappers coming out of Compton. <laughs> but I also get why they did it. But I just I just felt like they could have been more inspirational about like where Dr. Dre and Ice Cube ended up, and kind of like. It's a biopic. Like I wanted, like they should show people, like yo, Dr. Dre became la da 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 da, but not like a cheesy way, you know. Like there's a cheesy way to do it, right? No, <laughs> I, like, I guess it would have see... been nice to get like I don't know, like a flash forward with like Ice Cube and Dr. Dre just like chilling, because <laughs> you know they could have gotten Ice Cube to be in the movie. <laughs> sure, probably. I don't they but... they could have hit him up and like, hey man, we're making a movie about you guys. You guys want to? I mean, like, they got a son. So. You guys want to do like a cameo and just like have you guys chilling? <laughs> exactly. Like show show them being their, how successful they are now and how NWA helped shape them as well. No, that makes sense because it kind of just ended with Easy dying, and I was like, "But Dr. Dre and Ice Cube are still <laughs> but just that's here." That's so sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but that's so sad. And you know, right. you know, they became you know they're successful, so it would have been no. Cool you're right. No, like you're, I scene. guess you're good. That's a good point. I mean, as far as you, you saw one member of NWA die, but you didn't get to really see. I mean, you saw you know saw Easy die, which was one member of the NWA, but you didn't really get to see what everybody else got to end up doing after that. Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice just having like Dr. Dre and like. But the film was already two hours and forty two minutes. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, cut, so. Two extra minutes for a scene like that would have been fine. <laughs> I like, know. I'm just saying. Would have been nice to have like them at like Easy E's grave or something like that, and like doing like a like toast or whatever, just like something like celebratory kind of thing. Like you know, we started here, now we're still here, going strong. Kind of, I don't know. I just felt like it could have ended differently for me. Well, that's fair. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good pick. I was very... I, my wife's very upset we watched this without her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but was she... Anyways. Um, so, that is... So, that was awesome. You, you enjoyed the film? Good. I did. What, um, what are your opinions on the film? Because that was all me. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, honestly, <laughs> straight up, I mean, I just had forgotten how, like, just easy this film moves. Because that was the biggest thing is when I wanted to sit down and watch this. It was two hours and 42 minutes. I was like, this is going to be a long-ass movie. It it blip it just blipped by. It went by like I, I keep using Marvel references, but seriously, it went by so fast, and that was I just appreciated that so much. Um, 
it just it moves seamlessly without i mean my whole thing is it's everything there's so all the action i guess oh, there's not a lot of action but just a lot of like the the scenes are they all they all just have power if it makes sense they're all very powerful and, and visceral and they all move forward all the words have meaning and all of it is just very I literally thorough. just thought about the scene where they like pull the guns on the dudes in the hallway, <laughs> and you're like, Dude, that's all awesome. the words have meaning." And I was like, "Where the fuck you going?" <laughs> no, because that, that I mean, to me, that whole scene is like it shows that they're partying, but then they're also because remember the easy easy said the earlier like, "I'm bringing my guns with me," and he's like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm bringing my guns with me. Don't worry about you. I got I got me." And then that showed that that, 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 that scene showed that he has it. got him. And not even that, but just don't fuck with NWA. That was one of the things that it showed. Like, they're partying. Like, I don't give a fuck. I have. He's like, bye, Felicia. And then even after they left, he just pushed her out with her without her shirt on. And I just saw how, like, gangster they were. <laughs> just like, we don't give a fuck. Get out of here, bitch. It's a, yeah, they're, they're, man, the acting in this was insane. It was. It was, definitely. May not may not look exactly like the people except for Ice Cube, but, like, the acting's insane. Exactly. Like, they, like, did a really good job portraying these people. So Bryce, um, I know it's your turn to next to announce the next film first feature. So I, what do we have got on the docket next week? We're gonna watch Zodiac. Yay! That's the fun I've, I've been wanting to watch this for a really long time, so I'm like, now is my time. I have seen this. It's Robert Downey Jr. Right? I think he's in it. I don't. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I know Mark Ruffalo is in it. I want to say Robert Downey Jr. is in it. I'm gonna look at it real quick. Um, but no, I'm super excited to see this. I, I know it's a long ass film as well. Yeah. Um, not a big deal. Um, I like, but, but my thing, I think I have seen this actually like one time long ago. Um, but it's been so long that I don't even remember it. Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. He's in it. Okay. So I thought, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Nope. Super excited. <laughs> I mean, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr. How long? Let's see. How, it's Oh, it's on, uh, that's not, let's see. Do, 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 do. It's on Prime premium subscription though so i don't know about that premium subscription is just uh, right uh you can click it and it'll it's take two it. hours and 37 minutes i guess it's about as long as this film that's not it's bad. actually shorter than trade I well content. no i know i know but <laughs> by a few minutes oh you need Par- paramount plus oh, i have paramount plus yes we do that's what i'm saying i have paramount plus oh, i was i was like but we have that <laughs> but is it in 4k actually i don't give a Okay, sweet. Well, that so next we're watching Zodiac. Hopefully, you guys can join us for that. Um, otherwise, I'm really excited for Zodiac because I've been wanting to watch it, but that runtime's always kind of scared me. And then you were like, "Make a list of movies you want me to watch." And I was like, "Fine." And I was like, "I want to watch Zodiac." No, honestly, and I'm this a little has been ner- so nice because I've been like look, actually looking forward every week. I'm actually really uh really nervous because I'm like it's David Fincher, and for him, he made Mank. So no, now I'm I remember scared about that's his weird. filmography. That's but I'm also like, he made Fight Club, Gone Girl, Fight Club's social, amazing. Net, social Network. I need to see Gone Girl. Seven. <laughs> we should put that on your list, too. Um, Have you seen Gone Girl? I have. Jada made me watch it. It's, it's a good. long fucking movie, too. But I heard it's really good, though. I was There was this like girl from Argentina that was talking to me about it. Like she's a, She was a film buff, so she like hit me up about it. Right. And she's like talking about Promising Young Woman, and she's like, I'm going to be the next... Um, God, I can't remember the character's name for Promising Young Woman, but she was like, also brought up the character from like Gone Girl, and I was like, uh-huh. I don't I don't know if you want to be like them. Like, they do some horrible things to people. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, you kind of going a little drastic there, because like... Uh-oh, Midradam over here. And I was like, okay, weirdo, psycho, <laughs> like, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, with that down, let's... Well, I already said that. Well, uh, well, thank you guys for joining us as we talked a slew of movie news. 
various pieces of content we watched throughout the week and uh, straight out of Compton we watched as well. Um, new episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifi- notifications to get updates every time we post. If you want to keep upside, wow, upside with our activities outside the airwaves, uh, be sure to join us on Instagram at Into the Film Filmverse Podcast. Bryce, where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures online? You can follow me on Instagram at Pain Low Cinema. You can find me on Twitter as Sanguine Films. Right, I got that. Good. I don't use it very often, so I wasn't <laughs> entirely sure. And you can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. And you can stay connected with me, Mitchell Chandler, by simply following me on Instagram and Facebook at Author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. Remembering that my name is spelled differently, and it's M-Y-T-C-H-E-L. And that is all for this week, our fellow cinephiles. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior. True believers.